Hey, Paul. Are you... Hold on. How's your tummy? It's okay. Okay? Like, full of food or not? Full of food. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say you're hungry or hung- hungaro for racing, because I sure am. Because it's time for the Hungaro Grand Prix post-race podcast. That was either the best or the worst intro I've ever done ever. So I we'll let, the, we'll uh, let the fans decide. Yeah, I actually liked it, and I think that I think uh, you know maybe in the future coming in with a strong joke like that. Mm-hmm. Well, not like that then. A strong joke like that oh, okay. is the best way to kind of loosen the grease, grease the wheels a little bit. And okay. Get us well, going. the wheels are greased. Then welcome to the F one side pod, uh, the Hungary post-race. Mm-hmm. I'm Cody. I'm Noah. And I'm Paul. Uh, so we've got the top five. We've got mm. Verstappen. We've got Hamilton. Boom. We've Bam. got Russell. P3. Wham. we got Sainz. P4. Jam. we got Perez. P5. Instagram. And who's not in that is Leclerc at P6. Thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, That's shit. good. Um, so, mm. general thoughts of this race. A, a short review of the race. What would your what would your highlight or or thing my, to take away be? My short review highlight thing to take away would be, and thank you for putting it so concisely. Would be, yes, I thought that the first the people who finished in the top six were so close and competitive all race long that I felt it was very easy to forget that anyone else was on the track. It was a very good race. I really like. I. I I just like the way they're going with the cars and like the new regulations and stuff. Like I think, man, whenever, whenever all the cars are kind of clicking and there's not like huge technical problems with cars or like power loss, I think the races are awesome. Even on this track, which isn't historically a good like passing track. Yeah. It's still like, there was a lot of passing and it was very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all getting, all the passing was like at that same spot, right out of the DRS, and then you had that little undercut. Yeah, I love the like kind of double DRS zone they had in there. That made for some really cool, like... I I just like that little chicane after Mm -hmm. the DRS that you had, like if you were on the outside, you had that chance to do the undercut on the Yeah, I like that, but they also had like two DRS opportunities right next to each other there where they, like it was making for some really like dramatic... and you could pass and run away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. you kind of got that advantage. But while well, you talking about it, it was almost like the other people not in the top six weren't in it. With the exception of Lando Norris in P7, um, they lapped up to P8. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So huh. it really was the top people away from everybody else. So there, I mean, I mean, obviously there's always some action in the mid backfield, but with action in the front they didn't have to cut away from all that stuff to show us that garbage right and uh you know but also they lapped up that far so they really were heads you know above everybody else and i'll tell you uh hell of a race from a lot of people like yeah. uh george russell hell of a race lewis hamilton hell of a race Ugh. and especially uh, 
Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Hell of a race. I was just kind of going up the line there. But yeah, yeah. I the, knew you were getting to it. Right, right. But well, I thought Ricardo would have a hell of a race. but And he did until he got a penalty. Yeah. The, the coolest, you talking about like a lot of the stuff was of the front of the field, but the one moment I do remember from midfield was that Ricardo pass of the two Alpines, like the exact Now that time. was, that yeah. was a really awesome move. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, I the other really moment cool. I remember from Ricardo is whenever he had all the room in the world and uh, d- dinged up Lance Stroll real yeah. good. Well, I think he had a lock up, but still, um, yeah. But yeah, my favorite too was after he passed both Alpines, they went onto his team radio where he said, fuck yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's why I want Daniel Ricciardo to do good. I want more good nuggets of radio right. like that. Exactly. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> we need good sound bites for the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we need to add that one if we could get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll start. You know what? If you've got a good sound bite, tweet at us at f one side pod if you've got good sound bites from this from any past race any any past anything just tweet it at us we'll find mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. uh but now we've we've s- slowly celebrated a couple people but we got to talk about the other big story that is not really celebratory which is uh ferrari really has the bad brain recently yeah their strategy department is garbage yeah i i honestly think that you know, and I don't know if if anyone else wants to jump in here, just take it away. But my my thought on it is, it it just seems more typical of what you expect from uh, Ferrari in recent years. But I feel like the difference is that they have a really awesome car. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's, but it don't matter if your strat's bad. Well, but what, that's what, what I'm saying, saying. It's the same yeah. old Ferrari with a really awesome car. Yeah. So what he's, it's just what he's the saying same, is like with yeah. a slow car. If you have bad strategy, people don't notice. If you're, if Alpine, like if you're Williams, if Alpine yeah. had a bad strategy this weekend, you wouldn't We wouldn't him. notice it, right. right? The fact that Ferrari could has have the won- fastest car on the Ferrari grid. Ferrari easily could have had, well, yeah. I don't know, easily, but could have had a one-two this weekend. Oh yeah, and instead had a four-six. It highlights everything that kind of they've had bugging them for years. That it's like okay, well now they've got like. You know, possibly, you know, obviously I think the Red Bull is, it's a, it's a monster machine, but you know, they've got got perfect strat, definitely one of the, and they've got a perfect strategy, but they go definitely, maybe, definitely, maybe the fastest car on the track and then just can't make it work. Yeah. You give them the fastest car on the track and they kind of just, they piss it away. Piss it away. Yeah. So, it's very frustrating to see and you know there's been a couple other things like Leclerc you know making some you know just having a a few unforced errors that have gotten his way and then his team's kind of getting in his way and I don't know I think they got a lot of room to you know move up maybe they should have started him on softies yeah yeah that's the thing so they started them both on mediums Mm mm-hmm um, probably so they could outlast Lance, or Lance Stroll. Uh, so they could outlast uh, George Russell. Yeah, because you know he's mm-hmm. top contender. Yeah, Lance Stroll. They really they had him in the sides. Yeah, right. But uh, so they could outlast George Russell, who was starting on softs. Mm-hmm. Then they pit uh, the lap and two laps after George Russell pits on softs, which didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Right, that was dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. And put on more mediums on both of them, which at that point they if they wanted to do that's when you medium softs. Well, yeah, so they either, if they wanted to do hards, which at that point they maybe didn't know weren't working, they were not going to work on this track today, uh, 
they could have, you know, tried that out mm-hmm. or at least gone different strategies with the two guys. But they put them both on mediums, which means they True. have to do another pit because right. you have to use two different compounds of tires. Yep. And so then <clears throat> or they pit Leclerc first, even though he yeah, pitted they second. Just, they should have held out that other set of mediums a lot yeah. longer so they could just put softs, softs on yeah. instead of putting those but they, on. they pit Leclerc first, who had mm-hmm. pitted second so he had fresher tires Mm -hmm. they pit him first put him on hards which at this point they know weren't working on this track Mm -hmm. and basically just throw him out to the wolves to get passed by everybody yeah i think everybody was it it martin that had the hards and were kind of showing their ass with them so haas went on to him early but then Mm -hmm. alpine was the big one yeah that was it because kevin magnuson had damage to his car a little bit but uh, he had a little flapper. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it was it was Alpine who went on to him, and they were like, "Yeah, these just aren't working." I honestly, I, I kind of was mystified by the whole thing because when they went in, I thought my my thought on what they were doing is that they were going to put on softs, and that they were just going to stop him twice. So I, I thought that I thought basically they would you know pull him back, but his pace was so strong that. Uh, you know, they put on the softs, he get back in first and then finish the race on the mediums. Yeah. And then like they just put didn't. on the hards. And then I thought, you know, so the only thing I could think of, cause like I tried to be as fair as possible and think like, what are they thinking? Yeah. And it's hard to see, but maybe what they thought was that rain was going to be more of a factor and that maybe he would finish the entire rest of the race on the hards and then the rain didn't come until the last two laps. So, because honestly, that would have been a cra- like he. I mean, if it started raining and everyone else had to take an extra pit and he finished the whole race on those hards, he probably would have won that race. But yeah, but you wouldn't have wanted hards if it started raining. You're gonna slide right off that track. You want those softies if it's gonna rain. I mean, that's fair. But like, if they thought it was coming really late like that, and that they just needed to like keep yeah. the same set of tires and not pit like obviously the hard tires they would have had to if they were on hards well, even at so that I point st- i think mm-hmm. i think i think similar to that and still at this point they should have known the hards weren't gonna weren't gonna weren't working they mm-hmm. just weren't we already had seen it everybody was like it's not working mm-hmm. but <clears throat> i think maybe they thought that maybe the mediums were gonna drop out from under people mm-hmm. if they took them too long and so they were hoping to get close to the end of the race and the mediums start to just fall off people and they were going to get the advantage. I, I don't know. It was, it was like, weird. Because the mediums were rated for like 40 laps, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they first, and they did their first stop after like 20. Yeah. At the same time they did the, that Mercedes did the soft stop. Were they 40? I thought they were like I think that, 30, I think 35. I, I mean, it might be I think wrong. I saw it. Yeah. Like I mean, 40 was like the... I think. I think it was kind of in that area, mid yeah. mid to late thirties. I think was it, but so like I think they might have thought too that they that other teams were struggling with the hards more because their cars weren't as good. Because like the big thing was that the, it wasn't hot, so yeah. like other teams were having trouble warming those tires up. Yeah. And I think maybe they thought they yeah. would have an easier time with it. Yeah, but some, some of the announcers did say know. they thought maybe that Ferrari thought that you know, we've got more downforce than they do so we can fire up these tires better. Right. So, but it it just, it, they, their strategy for Carl Sainz was way better. And even it wasn't good. Yeah, and even it wasn't good. Like, but I I really thought in the middle of the race, I I thought softs would have been better for him and then finish on mediums. But, 
Yeah. Whatever. I mean, because well, those softs were those softs were like performing super well. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he could have easily got back to first and then got out some like. I, I think the pit stops averaged like nineteen point four seconds yeah, or something quick like that. Pit stops. Yeah. Very quick pit stop. He could have in like if the pit if their pit crew didn't shit the bed because they've been known to do that as well. Yeah. Right. They did have like a four point nine on signs or something that yeah. race, but yeah. Uh, or Leclerc, I can't remember which, but you know, probably it's, both. It's very possible that he could have got like you know far enough ahead that he could have pitted again on the mediums, right? Uh, you know. And kind of the last, like, like the third yeah. stage for him of the race, yeah. like post second stop. But it just, yeah, it was yeah. very. I mean, weird. it just, yeah. They took a they took a two three start to four six. Yeah, and it's just they just kind of shit the bed on on all sides of it. And I mean, I hope, I, I, like I said uh, last time, I think Ferrari's big thing this off season is going to be uh, finding some smart people who yeah. know better strategies to come in there and and help them out. And you know who didn't shit the bed too. Uh, Red Bull, like once again, like strategy prevails. They were not. I, I think that they were a big danger to Ferrari, even like before the pit strategy kind of just like, you know, cut their race short. I, I thought that you know, even though Ferrari's pace was better, that Red Bull, like typically, their, I mean, their strategies are just absolutely bulletproof. So yeah. it was. I, I thought they were a danger no matter what. Their team is awesome. Their yeah, car is awesome. I really liked when they did the initial pit with uh, Verstappen and it was just like, you could just tell all the other teams were like, Oh shit, shit, shit. Get it. Get him. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> like they're react. Like other teams they're are reacting, reacting to, to what Red yeah. Bull's doing. Cause they're like Red Bull. They're miles ahead, like on yeah. strategy. So any, anytime they do anything, you got to think that other teams are sitting in the pit. Like, uh Oh, yeah. uh Oh, why are they doing right. that? Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I think too, if you're reacting that much, like I get it. If it's a close thing or, you know, the undercuts powerful mm. or something like that. And that's the reaction you have to make. But if just from a decently routine pit stop, you've you're changing around your whole strategy from it. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't have a good strategy to start with. Did you know? they have how many sets of softs did they have in this race? I don't know off the top oh, of my I head. Don't I don't know about allocation. I know that um, I think Red Bull. Uh, am I remember this correctly? Uh, it, Red Bull or Ferrari won, and I don't remember exactly which had two unused sets for each car left two because of how they had done of practice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have ran whichever. I think it was maybe Ferrari that actually had the two sets of softs, but they so they could potentially ran the mediums for a while okay. and then done soft, soft and been better than putting on those fucking hards. Because I wonder too. Well, which I think we'd have to know, but know precisely like the uh, uh, kind of the lap degradation for like the mediums. If you say it's forty, then you know that kind of is. Now I'm thinking like, well, the softs I think were like. Uh, like eighteen to twenty one. So I feel like if they'd had two sets, what? Why wouldn't George Russell do like stay on the mediums, like yeah. after he changed the softs and then changed back to softs at the end of the race? But they must not have had the tires. Yeah, I mean it, it's just yeah. I really hope <clears throat> Ferrari gets it. To, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> I really hope Ferrari gets it together because I mean their cars kicking ass. Verstappen said. Uh, I think in a press conference this week that Ferrari has a better car than they do right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. A faster car. But oh, but, I, I say easily Ferrari has the faster car. But, but their strategy. I mean, strategy and Leclerc's doing good. Signs is doing pretty good. Strategy. He stopped that whole crash and shit he was working with at the beginning of the season. But it's just uh, their their strategies. Their team is fucking them over, which is I think why a couple weeks ago 
Mattia Bonato had that kind of finger wag at mm-hmm. uh, Charles Leclerc after a race to tell him like, stop bad mouthing the team. Mm-hmm. But but it's they like, kind of should. They should. Well, they should be shamed. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll say that uh, they're. It's a team that's not used to. Uh, you know, in the last few years, I guess not really used to having the fastest car. So maybe like, you know, I definitely think when you're in the front, that's a whole different playbook. And yeah. so they, I, I don't, I don't know that they as a team seem to have a strategy for one completely new car this year. They've got the fastest car. They're not used to being out in front. They clearly don't know how to stay out in front. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's just something that next year you could see being like, you know, their uh, playbook being like incredibly different. But, you know, this year, I, I mean, it's like a transition year. It's hard. I could imagine it's very hard for a team that is, you know, more more accustomed to like the three, four, five spot uh, as far as teams go, not like pole and then fourth, fifth. But, yeah. you know, that we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, can we talk about Mercedes for a minute, though? I don't want to move yeah. on. Uh, talking about Mercedes. Well, Paul says not. no, so It'd I guess re- we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm well, Paul, Go ahead. Well, Paul, you know, just might be a big, big go- goober move to <laughs> just ignore the elephant in the room here. Yeah. If you want to, we'll walk around past him. But like, how? What would you? How you want to proceed? You want? I want you to tell us how everything good that happened for them. Well, today. let's just go to break. so yeah so russell got his first poll Mm -hmm. love i love regardless of who it is when especially somebody gets their first something poll Mm -hmm. or win or something like that i love hearing the radio message because they're always the most pumped up person you've Mm -hmm. ever heard oh yeah Um, yeah that was i did really like to see georgie boy uh so russell starts on poll uh and hamilton starts actually p7 and because they had good strategy, honestly, and I didn't pay close enough attention to know exactly how it happened, but Hamilton gets P2, Russell gets P3, and, you know, they they did the right strategy while Ferrari did the wrong one, just for Stappen is quicker and Red Bull smarter and they're faster. Yeah, they, when, when Hamilton was leading there for a while and everyone else had pitted and he didn't, I was like, what is going on? Like, I think they just screwed Hamilton, mm-hmm. and then, but, I mean... Yeah, I he thought, did fine when he came I, back up. I thought that was a little weird too, but like they, I think they kind of knew what they were doing. They, um, well, obviously, the, I, I think too that their race was even even a little stronger than it looked because you know there were a couple of moments where it it seemed like you know especially like if any amount of rain had come like any earlier that was going to be a completely different race. If virtual safety car hadn't come right at the end of the race and I think, too, if team orders had come down for George Russell to get out of the way, there was no way, in my opinion, that George Russell was going to be able to defend Hamilton off for the rest oh, of the no. race. Yeah. And no at that point, he Hamilton had already built up nearly a second of pace on Verstappen. He ends the race, well, at, before the rain, because I want to count everything yeah. before the virtual safety car, yeah. before the rain. But this was 10 laps to go, 10 seconds between them. Hamilton built up a second on the pace. Now, he had a lot of cars to go through before that, but that's... I had I had a feeling, because I did notice, like, I think he was only, like, seven seconds behind that final lap, but I have a feeling because it had started raining 
that Verstappen was like, hey, I got enough cushion. I can just protect yeah, I can, this win. I can struggle in the rain for that's, a lap. Yeah. That's why I want to like yeah. take away. That's what it felt like because he gained a lot those last two laps on I want. I basically want to take away like everything that happened after the rain because he definitely was just trying to you just coast coast yeah. over yeah. the finish don't, line. Don't lose it into a barrier just because you got it. Yeah, because yeah. it was yeah. coming down really hard and he had plenty of room to yeah. give up some of that time. So I 100% that's, that's kind of why I'm trying to make the distinction of like everything that happened before the rain if he gets... I think uh, lap ten or eleven laps to go, George Russell and Hamilton get in like a bit of a dog fight, and he holds them off for over a lap. I think he should have just let him pass. There's no way with that much time and the way their tires were set up, yeah, that he was gonna be able to defend him forever. Now he did. Maybe I think maybe what it was was at the time he had um, another team because there it, it was a bit crowded between them. Yeah. I think he had another team in front of him and he thought if he could keep DRS on the car in front of him, that he could keep ahead of Hamilton. But it was, you know, from, uh, looking over, over the race, looking down, looked very clear that Hamilton was, uh, uh going to take him over soon enough. Yeah. And then, you know, the other cars at that point have to let Hamilton by cause they're lap cars. And then there's only 10 seconds between them. Like, you know, it's a bit crowded, but I thought like, it would have been way more of a race, and at that point, you got to look and say, "Well, if he'd gotten within five seconds of him, it's crazy that they're that close on yeah. pace for the end of a race." Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was a good showing by them, which I really liked it when they'd cut to Toto Wolf when he was upset, like mm. when Russell would get past, and it was just a slow zoom on him not moving, yeah. looking upset at his yeah. uh, mm. at his computer screen. But at least he wasn't throwing headsets. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, but I tables as as much as I liked that, honestly, I very much disliked watching him celebrate whenever like Hamilton passed somebody. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Just just out of pure uh, I don't know distaste for Toto Wolff's personality, I guess. But good solid showing from Mercedes this weekend, uh, partially. Due to the fact that Ferrari just absolutely shit the bed. You gotta like, but Ferrari, Ferrari shit the bed and stuff. But like, they're but, they don't look far off from any like Ferrari or Red Bull. Yeah, and they got a double podium two weeks in a row. Yeah, you cannot count them out of any well, race going forward. That's my opinion. Yeah, and now in the constructors, uh, they are only thirty points behind Ferrari. My well, are we doing this after the break or before the break? I wanted to just ask if we're talking about like post break i would say that's after the break yeah okay well then i'll hold my i will hold my tongue yeah we'll get to it <laughs> uh, but so real quick and we'll we will go to break but uh i think we're probably uh, as last week all on the same page but who is our driver of the day slash weekend warrior uh do you think we're all on the race? same? I don't know if we oh, are. I would. Ass- I had page. assumed we were. Then I'll say what page I thought we were on, and I thought it was the one titled Max Verstappen yeah, from okay, P10 maybe, to P1. Maybe we are on the same yeah. page. Because well, <laughs> his qual- here's the thing. As far as Weekend Warrior, I know qualifying hard. comes into it, but qualifying wasn't his fault. He right. had part of his engine yeah. go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, his MGUK go down, and so he couldn't build up the power. That's weekend warrior material, I'll say. Yeah, but and fought his way back. We don't want to end this without saying at least someone else to throw their hat in the ring, and I have someone for you. Oh, what's that hat look like? What's huh? it say on? What's it say on the brim of that hat? Uh, boss baby. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, bot. Bo- hey, you, real quick, you just didn't get what I was throwing down. What the the weekend warrior hat that you're throwing? Into oh, the I ring. thought this was just a hat that said something like. No, it doesn't have to say hashtag boss. No. 
Boss baby. Boss baby. <laughs> At first, I thought you were gonna say Botas baby. I, I didn't was see. like, I was like, hey, no, I just want to point nah, out he DNF. That's probably not the best I one. I don't think he's the guy yeah. this week. I love him, but he's baby the Botas. Guy this week. I, I think that um, I, I'd like to say, you know, George Russell. I don't see him as. I mean. Because George, well, if, my argument like, for it he, is, that I he, think I, I, mean, was, I, I did, I did rattle that around in my head a little bit when yeah. I was deciding, but I think I had to give it to Max. And then I was also thinking, I might give it to Max just because I, I'm biased towards Red Bull and Max. But I, I don't know. Yes. It's just, I, <laughs> it's just hard for me to not give it to him. Just one, it wasn't his fault in qualifying on the engine thing. But I mean, working your way up from tenth to first is. Pretty yeah. impressive. And I, I, I think, uh, okay, so I'll say the argument for George Russell and then a follow-up. Basically just, you know, George Russell uh, qualifies first, um, comes in second, or comes in third, podium position, super strong, whole race, I thought. But he didn't he didn't fight much. He did fight a lot. Oh, I thought he. I thought he did fight he, a lot. He fought. Uh, I mean, he, he fought, fought off Leclerc for a very long time. Yeah, he fought the Ferraris early. Yeah, he kind of. Fought but I mean, I guess I mean by like by was, fighting, but like that, that's why I think I like giving it to Verstappen is like Verstappen fought is like digging mm-hmm. his way out of tenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I say George Russell like he, but Russell just kind of stayed up there and defended the whole right. race. But if you saw like his fight with Ferrari at the beginning of the race. He, uh, he, I think he's coming I mean, he into put his up a good fight. Yeah, well, really great. My uh, my just thought is he's coming into his own as like a top contender. I think oh, that yeah. you you really 100%. need to watch him for the next couple of years and stuff. And now I'm going to go ahead and pivot back and say that you know coming from having uh you know powertrain issues to uh, uh winning the race from tenth uh really awesome. Uh, Verstappen didn't have the fastest car on the track in my opinion this race, and he made it work. And you know, discounting the uh, last two laps, he finished ten seconds ahead, and that's yeah. awesome. So yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> so our weekend. Yeah, not, not only did he come from tenth, but he also got P one and yeah, ten seconds ahead of the mm-hmm. pack. Yeah, P one. It yeah. wasn't like it was a close. Just yeah, past the last five laps or something. Yeah, yeah. So congrats, Max Verstappen, our uh, weekend warrior. Uh, you can uh, contact us and get your uh, free hat that we give you for that, mm-hmm, that you'll right. definitely wear. Your boss baby hat. Yeah, yeah. your boss, your baby, boss hat. baby hat. And uh, we've had most of the drivers claim those so far and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's I know. a cool hat. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and with that, we'll, uh, we'll take it to the break. All right. So we uh, don't have sponsors yet. Working on it. If you're a sponsor, contact us. F1SidePod at gmail.com. I say this every time. Nobody's, nobody's contacted us. Mm-hmm. Please contact us. We would, le- we would like to hawk your... It's almost like no one's listening. All the yeah. phone lines... Listen, here's the thing. All the phone lines are open. I'm looking at the switchboard right now. We got 10 phone lines open, ready yeah. to go. I, I think maybe we overestimated how many people would be calling. Yeah. And maybe See, it's the fact that we haven't given out the number because I really it's I kind meant, of a privacy thing. I for meant me. to say something um, earlier about this, but because of uh, us bashing Spectrum so much last week, mm-hmm. they cut the phone line Shit. off. 
So that's so why this, this, this isn't connected to anything. No. So why did we set this up this week then? That's it. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like this is. I don't know. We've kind of yeah. set up a little bit of a where 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 in the world is Carmen San Diego situation with our switchboard because one apparently we're not connected to anything and two we've not actually even told anyone the phone number to it so yeah. it's just oops. Oh, you know what I actually just noticed something it's not even plugged in over here so uh, oh good. yeah that, that's if you right. if you manage to get through to us holy cow are you uh, are are you some uh, a brilliant hacker or a spy or just like Elon Musk type of m- mind. Yeah. And, <laughs> any, and any of those people or, will take your advertising. Or, you money. know, or you might just know how to use email. Yeah. You can, you can email us. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. You can email us. So what's that email address? Uh, it's F one sidepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Go ahead and send one. I'll answer it immediately. Yeah. So, uh, but since we don't, we mm-hmm. are kind of sending out some cold emails. Right. And so we're going to kind of craft an email live, uh, in this recording oh. to send to one of the fortune 500 companies. All right. I've got the list pulled up. Yeah. All 500 of the top 500 companies in the world. Is it the world? I, I don't know. No, I think, America. I think it's America. I think it's America. It's America. It's the U S. Well, they're probably, I would guess just to they're guess. They're probably also in the top. I'd say they're pretty high up there in the world ones too. Yeah. Probably, like probably. pretty high up. I, would, yeah. I think they're big companies. So, okay. So we got so, 500 top companies in America, which is where we're at. Yeah. So I think we should look at company, since Max Verstappen won. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to go that far down. We're looking higher. We're looking higher. Mm-hmm. People more money. Uh, Max Verstappen, his number normally, when he's not the reigning champion, is mm-hmm. 33. Okay, so let me put that into my tabulator real quick and run some run a quick calculation. Wait, hold on. Let me try a different sound effect. All right, all right. I just got this coming back out. That's my printer. It's old. Oh, uh, dot matrix printer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me read this on here. Uh, it's uh, Fannie Mae. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Oh, you mean the people who uh, yeah. sell student loans? Okay. okay. So what we've yeah. got here, if you're not familiar with Fannie Mae, they do have <laughs> a large chunk of uh, the student. United States student loans. Perf- they're, they may be the perfect sponsor for hey, us. I just want to point out to anybody listening to this, we have legitimately randomly picked two of the- random companies two weeks the- in a row, and they've been Spectrum and Fannie Mae. Both could it, could it be terrible. that just all the Fortune 500 companies are just terrible? That maybe companies. there's some. There's a, there, decent, there's a you know lot what? of there's like on a this trend list that are not nice. I'd right. say the odds of a Fortune 500 versus just all companies probably. probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. we picked them. Uh, and so I already ran the numbers. I literally like I don't know if you heard my computer's kind of old. Mm-hmm. It literally burst into flames when I just ran that through, and it's yeah. going to take me at least a week to fix it back okay. up. So this is what we got. We got to go with it. They own all our students. All right. What are we doing? So uh, an email, <laughs> sending an email to Fannie Mae, the people who own your student loan debt. And I've actually got else's. their email address if we need it. Yeah, they email me all the, they only email me all the time asking for my payment. Yeah. I'm not going to give it to them. <laughs> so, defer uh, it. Defer it. The email we would send to them asking them to to sponsor <laughs> our, F, our F1 podcast. I have a I have an idea. Yeah. If you want to hear it. And yeah. I don't want to like jump jump on too quick if anyone else has any anything noodling around but no go ahead my my instinct is it's f1 it's fannie mae 
So F is already kind of there. So we can kind of get a bit of a visual connection pretty easily with this one. So I'm thinking maybe, what if this, and this is a little bit unorthodox, I, 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 I'll say, but what if they just kind of eased off on us personally, student mm-hmm. loan-wise? They just kind of threw our student loans in the trash... And mm-hmm. then we praise them mm-hmm. for all the good they've done, even though it's really just personally us. You know what? I have something that makes me feel less dirty, and that would be uh, literally selling my soul to the devil <laughs> so that he yeah. pays off my student loan debt. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so maybe my idea was a bad idea, and we'll put it in the bad idea columns. But until another idea so pops let's up just, on the board... You know what? Let's just start typing here, okay? All right. So, dear Fanny... <laughs> got Fanny. that. Yeah, dear Fanny, we have a small, we have a sizable F1 podcast that we think you would medium, be a perfect medium to large. Yeah, in a podcast. in a decent market. Yeah, uh, that we think you would be perfect to to sponsor and help us out. We'll tell people to sell their futures to you. So that they can go to college, which I'm they need. I'm tired of typing this. Will you type the rest of this? Sure. Okay. So he, he's wait, going wait, to wait, wait. Paul's got one of those cushioned keyboards. Yeah. Go. Oh, no. yeah. Uh, whoa. Oh, and the cushion fell off. Oh, no. It's in the... Oh, Ori got it and ran outside. Ori, your dog grabbed the cushion and ran outside, so now it's not going to be quiet. Uh, go ahead and type the rest of this while Cody reads it. Uh, I'm just going to uh, push record on my phone's oh, text dictation. Yeah. App that uh-huh. I have. We should have thought about that. Oh, before wait. you typed all that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh wait, your phone just burst into flames, Paul. You're gonna have to type now. <laughs> Cody has one too on his phone. Yeah, we'll I'll, just do it on yeah. his then. All right, <laughs> all right, fine. I give up officially. Uh, so, we think you would be the perfect sponsor for our F1 podcast because uh, people in college are looking to go to college. You're really getting into F1 right now, mm-hmm. and we think that. Uh, we think that uh, telling them to sell their souls and futures to you for the sake of your enrichment, uh, enrichment um, is the perfect thing we should be hawking on this podcast. So please um, give me back the rights to my firstborn. Uh, love always the F1 Side Pod Boys. Mm. Can I say? Yeah, I love that, everything you that said. That sounded like a hostage video. Right, mm-hmm. right. And yeah. I was trying to approach yeah, yeah, it a little gentler, but he's loan. right. It does sound very bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking to student loan people, though. It okay. is a hostage well, video. Well, let me say this. I love everything you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes me feel dead inside yes. to hear you say it. Yes. Uh, so what I'm going to do is say, go ahead and delete that email. And mm-hmm. we're going to send another email to Wendy's. Boop, boop, boop. Give us a free four for four, and I'll say your name out you loud know, I on the podcast next I bet, week. <laughs> I bet Wendy's is number four twenty. Yeah, yeah. If you I feel like they'd rock that way. They're a nice. Yo, I feel like Wendy's is so good on like their social media shit that our ad read could be uh, like hashtag Wendy's nuts go in your mouth, boy, and they'd yeah. be totally cool with it. Yeah. I, I, I think that's some toss up. We'll leave it up in the air. Okay. <laughs> see if they would. We'll like see if they catch it. <laughs> tweet it out. Tweet it out. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag Wendy's nuts go in your mouth, boy. All right. Let's get <laughs> sponsor out. our podcast. <laughs> let's get out of this. Let's get out of this. Um, like this building, it's very, on fire. It's yeah. very <laughs> awkward. 
just crumbled uh so house studio it's the our high-tech studio yeah right. that's what i'm the, in our high-tech studio yeah Cody, you dummy yeah uh i'm not gonna give out remember, your address paul remember we're a medium to large podcast yes. yeah we have our own studio yes you ever notice like unless, an you arrest- wanna, unless your sponsorship would buy us a studio in that case we, we would don't have it. a studio yeah <laughs> you ever do a recipe that says cook something on medium high heat and does anyone else get really bugged by that and just think, just tell me which one? It's just yeah. medium to high heat, and it's like, which one, buddy? Yeah, I don't want to burn me. Well, you know what? Every stove is different, so mm-hmm. it's true. That's why they have to have a range like that. Tell just listen. Put also uh, put numbers they, on, and then they say six. Why they call six. it a range? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wish that it it's would say, uh, cook this on six, and then I say, thanks, bud, and I put it on six and cook it on that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, coming out from that Recipe Boys small mini podcast. Um, We're going on summer vacation. Yeah. Woo! Summer break is coming up, which is, uh, what, three, four weeks of no F1, so that they can, what, rest? Yeah. Have fun Lame. with their families Gross. in the summer? Gross. Gross. Uh but no, so no F1 for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. When we come back, it'll be Spa, uh, which the race last year was the worst race I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> they did two laps in the rain behind a safety car and then set for three hours, mm-hmm. and it's time I'll never get back. But hopefully this time it'll be better, and we'll, uh, we'll probably we put out something uh, before then to really get close, because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen in uh, like four Weren't weeks. Weren't we watching that over here last mm-hmm. year, and, yeah, and we, we saw were, the time that was left, or we were, that was on We were the watching break. it recorded, yeah, so, and we still watched the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we're like, why, like is real this, big dumb idiots. why is this race three and a half hours long? Something yeah. must have wild must have happened. Yeah, because they didn't, just basically did. didn't call the race off for so long that yeah. it did end yeah, up. Yeah, they really like, they really wanted it to just clear up that yeah. rain, but and it didn't. No, but, that's uh, the worst. Yeah, so Spa's coming up. It'll be it. It can't it, be a worse race. Yeah, it so, will be better than last. year. I bet year. it's a cheap ticket this year. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna get rained on. <laughs> um, but we'll kind of talk about that closer to time. We'll probably do a, a pre-spa race uh, coming back from the break. Ooh, we should take do it in a spa, right? We should spa take day. we should take the podcast on the road and do it. In Each a of us spa. will be in something different. One of us will be getting like a very intense massage while we do it. The other one will be in a jacuzzi, and the other like one, one will of be those like neck deep in a mud the, bath. The Japanese like deep tissue massage, where yeah, where your body hurts. Shiatsu, yeah, yeah. one of those ones. So you're like in pain the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've heard the next day you feel amazing. Yeah, pass. I'm, I'd do it. I don't care. All I right, had a massage one getting, time. You're getting that yeah. one then. I had a massage. Has anyone ever had a massage here? I no. did once. It was awesome. No, I sat no, in a I massage chair in a Brookstone for free. I don't. Count? I don't uh, involve myself in those types of places. Yeah. No. I thought. I thought it. Was you a, shouldn't either. You're married. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty cool because me and Kelsey, when we went to Asheville, she wanted a massage, like, and so we both got them. And they there's a thing where they ask like, what upgrades do you want? Because you get a free add on for the massage, mm-hmm. and it was stop looking like that. Yeah. It was like heat rocks or like hot towel or like or a rub and tug. 
no, no, gross, no. Uh, I can't even remember what the other one was, but I just chose Hot Rocks because it was the only thing I'd ever heard of doing. Yeah. And I, I, from all the pictures I'd seen of like spa, like if you go on any kind of masseuse website or something, it's like it looks like they just stack rocks on your back. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I was expecting. And instead, they put them in their hands and they like rub your back with the rocks. And I didn't realize what was going on, so I thought the I thought the the masseuse's hands just got really hot out of nowhere. <laughs> I was just like, because they're rubbing my back, and then they get hot rocks and start rubbing my back, and I was like, whoa, your hands just got very hot. And they're like, do you have COVID? Well, they said you asked for the hot the hot rocks upgrade thing and add on, and I was like, I didn't know that's what you were doing. I thought your hands just got super hot. Anyhow, moving on again. Anyways, fr- uh, from the Small Break for Massage Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> two new podcasts. Yeah, two new podcasts spun up. Find them on Tuesdays and uh, Thursdays. And um, <laughs> I couldn't think. I was like, man, funny day of the week. Which one's there, that? What's a funny day Which of the week? Which one's the funny day of the week? <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, so we'll just kind of talk about what we think could happen over the break or what we are looking forward to or Upgrades. hot takes. For the Firings. end of the season, what's everyone but, looking to do over the break? Well, but first off, teams. they well they asked Hamilton that during his post race interview. Yeah, during what, his like, what, what are you doing? Twenty question Q and A after the race. Summer break. Who's your favorite? What's your Kardashian? favorite dinner food? I don't think like that. I think I mean like, what are the teams doing? Are you yeah. a are you a Hang Friday party boy mm-hmm. or a Saturday party boy? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, and then he answered it. Yeah, and he answered uh, all of them. I but, think he said Chloe was his favorite Kardashian. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think if you're yeah. Ferrari going into the break, you're really just kind of looking to hone down on your like, you know, in race calls. Like, I think, I think you're kind of just looking at the pit wall and figuring that out. And if you got, I think if you can, and you know what the best part about that is, that is not like the drivers on break. All you got to do is work on the pit wall. Everybody's sitting on that line, and then. You know, I think that could pay a lot of dividends. They're going to get the new F1 manager game early <sighs> and just run the crap out of it so mm. that they can get better at their strategy stuff. Yeah, that's how they'll get better at strategies, the F1 manager yeah. game. And if yeah. no one else got another one, I think if your Mercedes going in the break, you're thinking, hey, let's just chill, man. Chill. You're yeah. doing everything. I know Lewis Hamplin's thinking Fashion Week because yeah. I'm pretty sure that happens. In, in the summer, in yeah. the summer, sometime. I don't know any better to say it doesn't. Right. If you're Red Bull, I think you're maybe you're looking at the car, you know. But I bet, I bet, maybe Verstappen is going to do some eye racing with Norris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nor- yeah. They McLaren, love, they love McLaren's been together. pumping out some small upgrades here and there. Mm-hmm. I think if they pop out a couple more over the break, they're looking better. Yeah, I think, well, I think they're another team. They're looking at the car. I think Red Bull's looking at the car. I think Ferrari's looking at the pit wall. I think Mercedes is looking. I think Mercedes is the only one taking a full break. Yeah, Mercedes is looking at a tall, cool glass of lemonade and putting their feet up. Uh, Probably not, but. Yeah, they got some work to do, I think. I I think that they've made, they've kind of consistently went in the right direction all season. So, for them, I think they're looking yeah, is to party. Also, break. like, and like before, any other team was able to go in the right direction because of rule changes. Yeah, but they were like they somehow were right in the right direction. Uh, so what 
predictions do we have for the end of the year? What do we think? Max Verstappen's going to be world champion. I agree. <clears throat> who, who wins constructors? Red Bull keeps it. Mm, 100%. What is the score? What's the score right now? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, Red Bull is sitting at four hundred and thirty-one points. Ferrari is three hundred and thirty-four. So ninety-seven <sighs> points behind them. Uh, thirty points behind them is Mercedes with three hundred four. And then is Alpine with 99, McLaren 95, and so on and so forth. The next down. three races go their way. I think Red Bull's got it. Uh, yeah. Double. Oh, they, they yeah. have it 100%. Double it. There's, yeah. I, there's not a question in my mind. Now, as far as the driver standings, Max I think Verstappen. Max Verstappen's number one. But mm. Leclerc is only five points ahead of Sergio Perez right now. Uh, George Russell's not that far down. Sainz isn't that far behind him. He's two points behind Russell. Uh, and Hamilton's about uh, is I, 10 points behind signs. So the number two is what's really f- for grabs. I think for Stappen, as long as he you know just what? keeps driving a car, he'll win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say it. I want to see the Red Bull 1 2. I want to see. Where's Perez at with points right now? Five it. points behind Leclerc. Mm hmm. I want him to sweep it. Yeah. Well, I think that. I, I, I think two's. Very much up in the air. Yeah. I think it depends on the break and, you know. What upgrades what, come and spa. Yeah, yeah, just how, how things come after the break. So, could uh, be Perez. No. And then, one more thing. It was announced this could week. Could be Latifi. Mm-hmm. Well, actually. Yeah, uh, he could be I, the guy. I don't think it could, actually. Mm. Uh, Even if you got P1. Every race. every race for the rest of the Maybe. season. And I think if everyone else quit driving and he <laughs> ran ran every race by himself and won every race, that he would not get to. I think he he cracked the top five. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, also announced this week, Sebastian Vettel yeah. calling it a career at the end of the season. Yeah. Hate to see him go, but love uh, to watch him leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I mean I think I think kind of that was one of my predictions for this season. I thought him him Hamilton and Alonso would retire. Hamilton's still a maybe. I think uh, Alonso's a definitely no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think Hamilton's out. No, yeah, no, no. no. I, I, early on when he was getting spanked yeah. by George Russell, it he looked should, like it. But it, it, with him with the kind of comeback he's had recently, I don't think so. He should uh, he should have retired at the end of last season. Yeah, but he didn't. So now he has to stick it out. If he'd won, maybe he would have retired. Yeah. But I think, well, I don't know. It's always kind of a hard, it's a hard thing to call because, like, you want to say, like, just personally that you think that like, he might retire after winning, want to retire on top. But, man, you win and suddenly those teams, their eyes, they're just googly eyed over you and you they no, will do off. anything yeah. to get you back. So it's like, I think in your head, story-wise, you want to go out on top, but those teams, because like you know, Sebastian Vettel, uh, he's he's older, but he's been older for a while. He could have gone out on top back in like what was it twenty? Uh, when was he? Twenty sixteen was. Oh, that sounds about right. <clears throat> he could have gone out back then, but man, do they have a way of just being like, well, yeah. How about we gave you a lot more money? Yeah. So who knows? Um. Well, so. Who do we think, who do you think personally will fill Vettel's? his seat 
at Aston Martin? Do we think it's somebody who's already on the grid? Mm, I don't know. Do we think it's somebody? What do I think? Mazepin. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. Noah's a big fan of him. How do you guys clock in this every time? Yeah. How, are the wheels turning here when I'm not here? Yeah. 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 Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Uh, but so who do we think? Who do we think is going to get that seat? And honestly, there's been talk that potentially Lawrence Stroll might have had enough of his son and want to want a good actually start winning. Want a good team yeah. instead of his son mm. to have uh, have a race car. <laughs> but so maybe <laughs> so maybe both of them are open, but yeah. specifically Vettel's seat. Okay, okay. I, I will say, uh, I think Ricardo, yeah, Ricardo it's exactly and Magnuson have going. both ruled out. Oh, leave, uh, well, leaving their teams. not necessarily leaving their teams, but that they're even like in the running for it. Oh, I, I honestly, my first guess was Magnuson. I didn't think Ricardo. See, I immediately thought Ricardo would make an offer it for him. I don't think so. I think McLaren's far enough ahead of. Of Aston Martin, but he struggles with the McLaren. Yeah, Ricardo does. I think get him in a different car. I think if he looked over, if he's looking over at Aston Martin and seeing Vettel struggle with Aston Martin, yeah, that he's not looking to jump in their car. Yeah, I, I, I I thought Kevin Magnussen would be a good because well, he signed two years with Haas. Yeah, nah, yeah, and has kind of that loyalty of they brought him back and stuff. But uh, yeah, he he's ruled it out. Uh, I That's mean, fair. depending on, on if they want to win or not, I mean, I think they got the money. They could put Latifi in it, but I don't think they do that. <laughs> um, well, there's been talk um, of if Haas didn't bring back Mick Schumacher next year, mm-hmm. if he moved What's, to Aston Martin. Who's that? Frick, what, I can't remember his freaking name. What's the that? Guy fr- oh, the Williams driver. Um, he, I think he's their backup right now. Uh, is it the American driver? No. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of them. Start with a T. No. Is it Nick DeVries? No. Is it Oscar no, Piastri? No, he used to drive for Williams. Oh, well, Aston Martin's current backup. Oh, mean. is he? Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, Nico Hulkenberg. No. Oh, okay. God, what is mm. it? He has, he's the, he's the guy that got in the wreck, and he, his oh, hands... Oh, Robert Kubica. Kubica. Yeah, Kubica. Yeah, he's with Aston Martin. Oh. Okay. Or not Aston Martin. I said yeah. not Aston Martin. Alfa Romeo. He's with Alfa Romeo right, right now. As yeah, okay. I do remember seeing he he did like a practice with them or something. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's been the reserve driver for. A, I don't for a think Hull, years now. I, right. just because his name got brought up, not because y'all said, but uh, I, I don't think Hulkenberg gets another shot at Aston Martin mm-hmm. of being their uh, first I think, driver. I think they'll keep him in reserve. I think they want. I, honestly, I think there's a good chance they go with somebody from F two. Who's doing good, or bring potentially somebody from another discipline that's similar? Yeah, um, that we probably either or don't know or just IndyCar. don't pay enough attention attention to right now. I think possibly my kind of wild card pick on it. I, I think that uh, I think it's possible. Max Verstappen. I don't know where oh. I don't know where Esteban Ocon's contract is. He just got a three year extension. So then. I think this it, last year he got a three year extension last year. Okay, so he's he's, so he's out. in for a bit. But I, I kind of do think that for whatever reason it just seems like him and Alonso aren't clicking well on the team together. Yeah, they're not playing nice. Like I think that they, I I, I think that the way they kind of uh, drive together has kind of cost them positions in races several times. Yeah. Uh, and they're definitely in that part of the pack that is looking for constructors' points. 
so if you think that maybe the Alpine isn't working out great, Fernando Alonso's contract does run out after this year. Ooh. If he moved over there, I'll say, so Alonso, Pierre Gasly, Yuki okay. Sonoda, Nicholas Latifi, Alex Albon, uh, Zhou Guan Yu, and Mick Schumacher are the guys who currently on the grid whose contract runs out after this year. What if what if a wild scenario happens like this? What if Alonso what if Alonso leaves for Aston Martin and then they pull someone from F two up to Aston Martin? They uh, switch both their drivers. Well, if Alonso leaves for Aston Martin, they've got Oscar Piastri, the guy who won F two last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And is the first guy or is the most recent guy since Charles Leclerc and George Russell to win. He won Formula Renault. And then F three and then F two, right? Three years. I think boom, boom, I, boom. I think Piastri is a good is a good guess. Like I would say, that's the best guess. To fill <clears throat> Alpine, you mean? No, Al- Aston Martin. Oh yeah. Well, he's technically under Alpine, right. so they'd have to rent him out. Oh. So they may yeah. just. I mean, they could kind of cut Alonso, then let him go to Aston, and right. then bring in Piastri. Piastri. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piastri <clears throat> was under Alpine, but. So. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's a decent possibility. I mean, because they I think Alonso's they want to get him racing in a car. so strong though. Wouldn't it be wild though? If but they he's technically he's actually. I mean, he's he is racing good and he races showy. You know, he's always got big battles. He shows up. You know, when the cameras are on him and all that stuff. But he's actually losing in the standings to Ocon. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's you know it's the name and it's the big battles and stuff. That's fair. If he's under Ocon like in standings, then that, yeah, he yeah, is. Uh, he's he's seventeen points cut. below Ocon right now. Then he's the first one on the chopping block. So. Yeah. So I think I mean I think that's a decent chance to happen if if Alonso wants to stay in there. You know maybe they're like, hey, let's get the fresh guy in, get yeah. him get him in this car and take off with him. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see and we'll, uh, you know, we'll be back to talk about this maybe a little bit more, more stuff might yeah, come out over this break. A, we should do, do a couple episodes during the break. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll for sure do At a, least pre, one. a pre-spa yeah. one, maybe or maybe not in a spa, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'd be kind of cool. It would be. But, uh, so we'll roll on out of here. Uh, but you can find us online. Uh, on Twitter at F1Side-Pod. Email us, F1SidePod at gmail.com if you've got any sponsorships that you want to hand over our way. Uh, you can leave us reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. Noah, what should they say in those reviews? Uh, saved your life, uh, saved your marriage. To saved your life, saved your marriage. Yeah, yeah this, this, this podcast did both of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll get out of here. Fuck Fannie Mae and... Uh, we won't take your money like you take ours. Uh, <laughs> but for the F1 Side Pod, I've been Cody. I'm Noah. And Paul. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.